The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, death is a topic that a lot of us will avoid talking about, and almost half of all adults in Ireland have not planned for the future of their estate. I'm joined now by John Costello, solicitor and consultant with Orpen Franks. Uh, John, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Um, what happens if you die without making a will? Well, if you have a spouse or partner and you have children, um, two-thirds of assets in, in your sole name pass to your husband or partner and uh, and then one-third goes to your children. So, you know, um, we were discussing earlier that most people now have the family home and joint names. Yeah. So it's, so really, it's automatic. You don't have to worry automatic. about that. And in fact, I recommend to, to clients that if, if it's a long-standing relationship that they have everything in joint names because, in fact, there's no need to take out probate when the first party dies if everything's because a joint everything name. goes to yeah, the other so party. it's a good simple practical yeah. thing to do but if for example there is a considerable amount of money or property yeah. in one name only yeah. and you die without making a will what happens to that well two thirds would go to your spouse surviving spouse or partner and one third to your children and if you, if you didn't have any children it might go to siblings or nep- nephews and nieces and i have been is in- there a pecking order there is a pecking order yeah it's, so it's, it's ch- children first then parents then uh, uncles, aunts, nephews, nieces. Uh, so that's roughly it. So but it could I, get very diluted by the time definitely. you get to that And in one. fact, I've had cases where there were no will made, single lady, and uh, were, we had to look for second cousins in us, in Turkey. So we eventually <laughs> found that he died. But this is, well, this is, this is the problems that can arise. Yeah. Now, um, what about an executor? What is an executor and what kind of person must it be? Well, an executor, in most family-type wills, the, the husband and wife or partner appoint each other executor and sole beneficiary. And there's no problem. That's the most common. And then if the surviving, if the partner doesn't survive, um, you and you make a new will, then the, appoint your children as executors. That would be the norm. Mm. But you would, generally you wouldn't have to update the will because you'd, pro- you'd provide for, in case your spouse predeceased you, it would go to your children and they'd be executors. Now, suppose you get a pal who yeah. is good with numbers and yeah. who would be objective in terms of spreading out the, yeah. the, the goodies. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that pal dies before you do. Yeah, well, I always recommend that you have two executors just in case <laughs> okay. something happens to one of them. If there are no executors surviving, it's um, it's one or more of the beneficiaries that share in the residue of the estate, the main beneficiaries, they can take out probate. Now, uh, that would, if there were, for example, two siblings and one of them then becomes the executor, does that not give rise to potential problems? It, it does. It does. Well, it, 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 it's, it's another reason for making a, a will. I mean, the four cases where I have where wills are essential is one is if there's young children and bo- if both parents die um, and there's no guardians appointed in a will, the, the grandparents have to go in, possibly go into court looking for guardianship of mm-hmm. the young grandchild. A second situation then is when grandchildren arise, you might update the wills to provide legacy for the grandchildren. A third situation, obviously, if the, if the death of a spouse or partner, uh, you should update the will. And the fourth situation is if there's separation or divorce. So, again, you'd have to update the will in that situation. Mm. Now, um in terms of uh, a witness, because your will has got to be a witness, can uh, someone who's going to be a beneficiary be a witness? Someone no. who might be an executor, can they be a witness? Yeah, yeah the, 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 legally they can witness the will, but they can't take the legacy. So if they witness ah, the will. Okay. Yeah, but it, it doesn't affect the validity of the will. But it's bad news if you're asked to be a witness.
Okay, you cannot be a, a beneficiary, beneficiary of a will yes. if you're uh, a witness. Yeah, but a beneficiary can be an executor, no problem. Mm. Um, what sort of things can go wrong when people make a will without proper advice? Well, I suppose a will it can be used as a tax planning mechanism. You know, to, you can spread uh, the assets uh, among all the members of your family. Each child can get 335,000 tax-free. Each grandchild can get 32,000 tax-free. And other relations are... So to avoid giving anything to the revenue commissioners... Well, you can distribute it you among might your decide, family. Yeah, yes. g- give the grandchildren who... It'll go into their post office account or whatever until they're 18... Yes. Well, in fact, grandchildren, as we all know, need help to buy a house. Uh, and a lot of parents are leaving substantial legacies, are making gifts to, to grandchildren to buy the house. OK. Uh, but if a child who's underage gets a gift, I mean, could they give it to their parents, for example? Well, well they can't. If, if they're underage, they're, they, they don't have the legal right to utilise the funds till they're 18. So at 18, they can do anything they like mm. with could the money. They, could they loan the money to mum and dad? Well, they, they could legally, they could, you know, but it could be a recipe for disaster. Uh, do you have to leave something to your kids in your will? Well, the, uh, the answer is no. The short answer is no. But there is a provision in the Succession Act. It's Section 117 of the Succession Act. It's the most common section used where if a child proves that uh, the parent has failed in their moral duty to make proper provision for them, that they can challenge the will and get a share of, but, of the estate. Yeah, but if they've been educated and they're free and out in the world might be hard to make that case. Well, it's to say, it would depend on the facts of each case, but certainly, yes, generally they uh, generally have to, unfortunately, have to go to court. But most of these cases are settled, and it's where I'd recommend mediation, that if there was a, a dispute, a legal dispute over the will, or if a child wanted a greater share, to go to mediation would be my advice. Mm. But, but, but I think, it, you know, you're right. If the child is very well off, for example, if you're a multimillionaire, you, you wouldn't be able to succeed in, to a claim. Now, uh, can you have a, a will and omit your spouse, say you're not getting a penny? Yeah, a spouse is legal. If you left everything to the cats and dogs home, your, your, your spouse is legally entitled uh, to um, half the estate if there are no children or one third of the estate if there are children. So you, so can't, you, can't, you can't disinherit a spouse okay. or, or partner or cohabitant. Yeah. OK, because uh, that's a question that's come in. I have a long term partner. Do I have to leave them something in a will? No, and in fact, it's, it's where I some I meet clients that are in a starting a second relationship, and they may be getting married again or forming a, a relationship, and so I normally recommend then that they would sign a prenuptial agreement. So if it's a second relationship, they the both parties agree how their respective estates will be divided on their death. Yeah, and that that's a useful mechanism. Can a partner avail of the same tax-free threshold as a wife? Yes, a, a, a civil partner. A, once it's civil, a civil, civil partner, partner yeah. not just a partner you happen to be living with. No, no, well, no, no, you have to be married to get the tax exemption. Yeah, or a civil uh, yes, yeah, partnership. Yeah. Um, can you change, as uh, this uh, text has come in, uh, I want to change executor. Uh, I've made a will some time back. Can I do so? Certainly. And you can do, do make a codicil so that um, if, if, you, if you didn't want to tell the executor that you were updating your will, you could do a codicil and, and no one is any, uh, it's all kept confidential. So the executor thinks I'm going in there to uh, execute and uh, sorry, you've been gazumped. Well, the only thing is it most, it's quite a responsible position to be an executor. So in some cases, they might be pleased. Uh, this one, I think you've already addressed it. Uh, if a married couple with adult children have all their property and joint ownership, house savings, investments, etc., and access to everything is documented securely, if one dies, is there any need at all for a will? 
Um, no, if it's if if everything is in joint names, there's no yeah, need. But for then it. you're going down the M50, and both of you die. Yeah, but that's that's the situation. There, there yeah. is the complicated yeah. thing. Uh, what happens to the partner's estate if the partner dies with no will, not married, or civil partnership, no joint assets, but they have one child together? So the partner has assets; they haven't combined them. Yeah, that partner dies, and there's a child of that union. Well, that child could, if there's, if the, if that child isn't um, a beneficiary or only gets a small benefit, they could challenge the will. But they're restricted to the size of the estate, obviously. Um, what about power of attorney? How important is that? Well, it's very important. Uh, as you know, we're all living longer. More and more people are getting dementia uh, in the uh, 80s and 90s, sadly. And so if, if, if you have made an enduring power of attorney, you could appoint a family member or members or friends to manage your affairs if you lose mental capacity to manage your affairs. Yeah. Is it expensive to do? Uh, well, it's, there's now a whole new scheme. There's a new uh, agency called the Decision Support Service um, which is located in Waterloo Road and they are now supervising powers of attorney so you have to make it uh, with the decision support service. Mm. Is uh, that expensive though? Well, it's, no. In fact, they, if you do it with them there, there, there won't be there will only be outlay or expenses. So, okay. so you, under this new system you don't have to go to a solicitor but the problem is that uh, the, the DSS wants a solicitor to witness your, your signature. And the solicitors are, are, are really worried because if you witness someone's signature, it, it implies that they understand what they're signing. And so it's putting the solicitor in an invidious position. So there's talks going on between the Law Society Try and, sort and that the Sources out. out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, can you make a will without a solicitor? Certainly, yeah. No problem. There used to be, you used to, get, you used to be able to get a will form in a stationery uh, shop. And I, don't, I haven't seen it recently. Mm-hmm. But I've seen, I've, half, the, half the homemade wills have been fatted, but the other half, they've ended up in court. And trouble. I experienced trouble, yeah. Trouble, all right. John, I must invite you back on a Monday to take our listeners' yeah. questions because yeah. there are so many arising yeah. from our conversation. But for the moment, John Costello, solicitor and consultant with Orpen Franks, thank you very much for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.